All right, everyone, welcome to the SMC Dallas podcast. I'm your host, Mo Salas. Right in front of me, I have a man that you guys all recognize, Todd Arend. Guys, we're recording this at SMC. So Todd spoke last night at SMC, brought the house down. Just an incredible job. Todd, we wanted to have this first podcast just talking about the post-SMC experience. So, you know, we've got over 2,000 students here at SMC, all experiencing God in a unique way. Um, And they're about to go back to campus. They're about to head back to their campuses and uh, maybe face a lot of challenges, uh, but really trying to implement all the things that they've learned. Now, I know you went to SMC uh, a little bit ago. How long ago was that? Yeah, this was back in Branson, so it's been a few years. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll spare you the uh, the specific number. I'm not going to press too hard. Um, but, man, what was it like for you? So you, you go to SMC Branson, you come home, back to, back to the college campus. What was that like for you, stepping back on campus post-SMC? Yes, I, you know, leaving SMC... I just, I remember the um, caravan of cars going different directions, you know, everyone to their own campus. And I, you know, turn on the worship music and everybody in my car is singing. We're so excited. And I just, I couldn't wait for campus to start. We had a, you know, a week or two window where, you know, we had to wait and then we were ready at the campus. So, I mean, definitely excitement excitement was in the air and um ready to take the campus by storm and i think uh for me uh what was a little shocking was i had to remember that back on my though in at smc it was the majority of people who were so excited to grow in their faith and everything i was saying about my walk with god relationships purpose the majority of people were validating that but when i got back to campus I realized rather quickly I was now the minority that everything was was a little strange. I was, you know, when I'd ask people their about their spiritual life, that was actually strange. When I'd talk about what God's doing in my life, that was strange. When I asked what they were doing this summer and if, you know, where they were going to go and I was kind of leaning them to to go to a summer project like a Kaleo, that was all strange. And so, yeah, for me it was this like dichotomy of like, man, I just had this incredible experience where my system of beliefs were in the majority and now I'm going back to my campus and it's, it's literally the minority. Um, I'll tell you a verse that I had come across. Uh, again, I was a kind of a new believer in my faith, but uh, a verse that I came across was Second um, Corinthians 2. And uh, maybe some of, some of you guys will will remember this, but it's 2.15 where it says, we are the aroma of Christ. And for some, we're a fragrance of love. And for some, we're a stench. And you know, here I am, a Lambda Chi, going back to my fraternity. I could tell right away. Like, I was like, okay, when I walk into the room, these three guys, they stick around. They want to hang out. When I invite them to a Bible study, they're thinking about coming. And I can remember some rooms I'd go in and literally it's like, it was like turning on the lights and the roaches just flop, flop, yeah. you know, leave. Cause I would show up and like, Hey guys. And all of a sudden I look around the room and there's like one other dude. Yeah. And so I just, I remember being like, Oh my gosh, like leaving SMC and coming back from majority that agreed with me to now minority. And now I've got this like fragrance of Christ. It's beautiful to some, 
It's not beautiful to others. And here I am like wrestling with how do I deal with all this as like a sophomore, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's a great point because it's not like what happens at SMC is not legitimate. You know, people experience God. Many people give their lives to Christ, commit to following Jesus. We learn a lot of different convictions. We gain knowledge. We start to put into practice these applications. When we go to campus, those things haven't changed. It's just a matter of our environment changing. And so people are going to receive us in a lot of different ways. So, well, man, as as people are going back to campus, is there any advice that you would want to give them about things that they can implement or disciplines or uh, anything that they can do to continue uh, in what they've learned here at SMC? Yes, uh, a few things that come to mind right offhand. Uh, I think I would encourage um, I would encourage everyone to think through their life and think about, do you have someone who is spiritually more mature than you helping you grow? And then do you have someone who's not as spiritually mature as you are? Like maybe they're just starting out or maybe they're like two days in or came to Christ at SMC. Who can you help? And so I think positioning yourself as, oh my gosh, I have someone who's helping me grow, get in the word, like help me in relationship, bad habits. But then also I just don't need to be a receiver. I need to be a giver also. And so who can I now turn and help? And again, some of our listeners maybe feel like they're not qualified at all. Like they might be just came to Christ at SMC, but I guarantee you, you know, someone who is uh, needing your encouragement um, and, and even if you're like, Hey, let's do this together. The, the, there's a couple of, um, uh, new Testament examples. I mean, you think of Paul, the apostle and Timothy, you know, Timothy, he was positioned between like letting Paul mentor him, but then he had people that he was mentoring. And so you want, um, a Paul or a Paulette <laughs> and you want a young Timothy, uh, um, in your life, you know, who, who are you helping grow? And the, um, I was, um, asking my daughter, she got a new Bible for, for Christmas. And I said, um, Hey, are there maps in the back? And, you know, she looked and she's like, yeah, I have a map. And so we were just like looking at the map. Cause I was like, listen, when you read the Bible, like you need to, to know there's a map in the back. So we spent like an hour on the way here to SMC talking about the map. And one of the things that, you know, if you don't know there's a map in the back of your Bible, it's pretty cool because there's two C's that are really apparent in the nation of Israel. In the north, you have uh, the Sea of Galilee, and that's where like a lot of the ministry of Jesus, walking on the water, calming the storms happen. And the, the south, uh, 60 miles or so south, you have the Dead Sea. And um, what's interesting and how it uh, goes with our conversation we've been having is the Sea of Galilee is like vibrant, fish, living. It waters because it has the Jordan River flows into it and then the Jordan River flows out of it. Yeah. And then you have the Jordan River continues to flow down into the Dead Sea. And the reason it's called the Dead Sea is there's no life, which means there's so much salt that you can float in it. Like you, you, no one's drowning in the Dead Sea. Like you, you can't, there's no, you, you, you can't like, and the problem is there's just no life because there's no river flowing out of it. 
And so what I remind college students is saying, man, you know, Proverbs eleven twenty five: he who waters will himself be watered. And so don't just go back and say, I need someone to pour into me. No, you know, you're not a dead sea. Like you need to pour out as well. Yeah. I love that illustration. You know, it, the, the gospel came to us on its way to someone else. Right. And, and Jesus Jesus wasn't a man that was all about growing himself. He, he prioritized, you know, growing in wisdom and in stature, but he also was really intentional to include others in that growth process. Um, and so I think that's an incredible way to continue to grow ourselves and, and learn, uh, even as we go back to campus, as we pour into other people. Um, well, man, I don't want to take too much time. You know, we're, our goal is that these are, are quick, digestible podcasts for our listeners, uh, but I would love to maybe give some people something to some expectations going back to campus uh, of hurdles, challenges, things that might be hard um, that they're going to face when they step back on campus in the spring. Does anything come to mind? Yes. Uh, two huge hurdles. And one is on campus and one is off of campus. The off campus hurdle that you are going to deal with is called parents mm. because um, sometimes your parents are not as excited as you as what guys do in your life. Uh, I literally had a girl come up to me at University of Arkansas and she said, you know, Todd, my parents don't mind if I party or go out and drink, but they are not letting me go to Kaleo. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I mean like, wow. This is a huge hurdle for so many students. And um, I remember I was telling, I was telling a, um, a student the other day, I was like, man, you know, your parents, um, and I know this by expectation and, and by experience, because this is what happened to me. And, and I didn't fully realize this was kind of the normal until I heard other stories like it. But there's really like, there's, there's sort of three phases that your parents are going to go through, and you need to kind of recognize this as one of the hurdles. Um, the first phase is we're so proud of you. And that's when you come back to S from SMC and they're like, man, we're so proud of you. We're so excited. Your brother's cratering his life. And here you are, you know, doing so great. And, and pretty soon you move from the, we're so proud of you to the, we're worried. And the, we're worried is like, okay, like you want to do a summer project. You want to go on a mission trip. You want to go overseas. Like that's we're just worried. We're worried. Like, we just want to make sure you're looking at your options. Are you okay? Do you understand your ramifications of this? Like you, they move from like, this is great to we're worried to the final stage, which eventually comes for most people is the no, you're not like, no, you're not, you're not raising support. You're not going again. This is your second summer away from me. No, you're not. So I think just be prepared. That's normal that your parents are going to go from, this is great, we're worried, to no, you're not. That's the hurdle that you're going to face off campus. The hurdle on campus is peers. I mean, we want people to like us. Like, I I heart myself, you know? Like, I want people to like me. And so many things about following Christ to the world, going back to that aroma, is unlikable. You know, it, it, they don't like to, you know, people don't like to be challenged, to be... To be hear the gospel it's it's divisive on so many levels and so man just understand like you have to say 
um, I am dead to public opinion. I have to be dead to public opinion. I want to grow my social media. I want to have a ton of likes. I want to be Insta famous. I want to get followers. I want to be seen by others as a nice person who lets you be you. But man, the gospel, I, I have to give it priority. And so, man, there's an off-campus hurdle called your parents, and there's an on-campus on hurdle called your peers. You know, the encouraging thing is both of those hurdles can be overcome. Absolutely. Right? It takes accountability, uh, and it takes prayer, dependence on the Lord, uh, and asking Him to help you, right? And so, well, Todd, we're super excited and grateful that you came and joined us on our first podcast for the SMC Dallas Thank podcast. You. Everyone, we're hoping that this resource aids you as you're trying to get established and equipped in your faith to walk deeply with Jesus in college and for a lifetime and to impact people all along the way. Keep tuning in. We hope this resource is a benefit for you. So we'll see you guys next time on the SMC Dallas Podcast.